This is One in 59, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 59 is a weekly show devoted to topics related to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to One in 59, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and this morning I'm interviewing uh, Led Bradshaw, who is the creator of Jake Jet Pulse, which is awesome. But Led, uh, good morning, and I'm going to let you talk all about Jake and tell us uh, who he is and, <laughs> and where he came from. Okay, good morning, and thanks for having me. Jake Jet Pulse is, uh, the, the origins of Jake Jet Pulse is, for me, it's, um, it's an amazing, like, one-in-a-million kind of uh, experience. I, I, it's funny, because I really didn't come up with the idea. I came up with the name, and I'll explain to you a little further. When, when my son Jacob was, uh, was diagnosed with autism, it was around the age of four, so he was around the, like, in the pre-K age, mm-hmm. and he was having difficulty with, you know, reading comprehension and keeping himself focused in class and understanding the work. And I know that I would sit with his teachers constantly, and I was, like, really proactive trying to help my, you know, trying to help Jake to, you know, to learn how to read, understand his sight words, mm-hmm. and to really get him, really pull him into learning. So... At the time, I remember how fascinated he was with, uh, there were some comic books that was inside of a, a developmental pediatrician that we were visiting, and we were in his office, and we were in her office, and he was just focused, laser-focused on superheroes, because that's all he ever wanted to talk about. <laughs> and I, I got the idea, I was like, I was looking, I did some, some searching, and trying to figure out how to help him best, or how to really connect with him. So what I did was I started to incorporate, uh, like, 25 maybe 20, 25-minute, like, activities, like art therapy activities, like, each day. So I kind of implemented that into his daily routine. And what we would do is that we would sit together and draw. And this is how I would help him understand, like, what he was feeling or help him understand, like, uh, like his emotions to get a better feel of it. So I would do it by introducing colors, like... uh, like what colors were warm, what colors were what he thought were hot, what colors he thought were cold. Hmm. And then we would draw a different scene or different kind of ideas, like draw me a picture of this using that. What do you think winter would look like? What do you think spring would feel like? And I noticed that there was um, this continuation of like he would always draw himself as this character. And he would draw himself, like, fighting villains and things like that. And I was like, wow, okay. So he's really got, like, a, like, a, like this really cool imagination. I'm, like, really into it. So I kept doing it more and more every day. And I would encourage him. So I figured, like, you know, since this was, like, his special interest of superheroes, instead of, like, trying to deter him or, like, refocus him towards something else, I encouraged him. And I was like, okay, tell me more about, like, your superhero. What does your superhero do? What does your superhero stand for? <laughs> and he would constantly, you know, draw the characters and tell me all about them. And he would tell me the names of the characters and the special powers. And then, like, a light went off in my head. Like, it took me a while. But then I said to myself, you know what? You know, I have, like, a, a long, like, you know, background in, like, drawing and art. I've been drawing ever since I was... Well, my mom says uh, ever since I was old enough to hold a pencil. Okay. Before you can remember. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, and I, I figured it would be great if I, if, if I took, like, all of his artwork. And what if I started drawing these characters in a Saturday morning cartoon kind of way? Uh-huh. And what would he think of them? And then 
when I saw like how how amazed he was at what I put together, then I I would take all of his daily work during the week and like all of the sight words and start building flashcards. Like um, I would start with like tree or bike or things like that, and then I would start building smaller, more basic sentences like like Jake can fly, Jake can run fast, and then when I saw that he was picking it up. You know, I was like, wow, this is this is great. This is a really great help. And, and this is the way how I was teaching him. And I was like, and I brought it to his teacher's attention that I was doing this at home. And they were really amazed. And I just kept going. So mm-hmm. the first book that I did was pretty much like a, just a basic beginner's reader. And at that point, I mean, of course, like he liked Green Eggs and Ham and the Dr. Seuss books. But, I mean, he was drawn to that because it was a character that was in his own likeness. So yeah. I figured, you know... Maybe I should make another book and see what happens. So when I found out that he was having problems with math and he really wasn't grasping in like basic addition and subtraction, I started doing another book. And then that's when the the, the kids in his class started to um, pick up on it, and they 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 were entertained by it. And mm-hmm. I figured I would share it with them, and that's pretty much where it all went. So what I would do is like um, talk to his teachers. And figure out, like, what were the subjects that the kids really, you know, uh, uh, may have, like, difficulty with. Mm -hmm. And I would just work with the teachers to put together, like, the lessons and, like, really, like, build an entire comic book or, like, like, a workbook, like a comic workbook, like, around, you know, around those lessons. Wow. So, so you, so I mean, the story is just amazing from in, in terms of, um, I'm thinking of the word pulse from Jet Pulse. Like it really just, it kind of moved. So you started off in a situation that many parents of young children um, find themselves, which is as soon as they go off to school, whether it's preschool or kindergarten, you start to kind of see, oh, you know, maybe they might have a struggle here. They might have some challenges here. And, and you start to help them and you start to, to share what you, what you can. But yours went in an incredible direction where now you're all of a sudden in a situation where you're writing a comic book series that is now available to children in in classrooms and teachers and all born out of, and I love this part, not just born out of your passion for drawing and for, um, you know, combined with, uh, with something you experienced personally, but also it has so much of your son in it. It's, it, it actually, your drawings were based on his drawings. Correct. And and his character development, which is so cool. So, so you said you started this around age when he was four. How old is Jacob now? Um, he's nine years old. So this is a five-year so, project so far. Yes. It's, it's been a five-year project, and it's gone by very fast. Uh-huh. And the wonderful thing about this is is that Jake is involved in the writing process. So a lot of, like, the, the situations, you know, are like – it's both of our ideas. So he was able the, – the, the characters – which are Jake Jet Pulse, um, Julia, and Mars the Troll, are all from Jake's imagination. <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're completely all from his imagination. Now, I, I found it looking in a unique way to take the stories that, that he comes up with and integrate them into the stories, as well as, like, I find ways to, um, to communicate certain, like, uh, parenting tips so that okay. he can understand things, yeah. or like uh, at least see them from like a ve- uh, like a visual point of view. 
Mm-hmm. And that way he's, you know, like he was able like to grasp on to certain things. Like, um, for instance, one of the, 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 one of the stories, I believe it was the comic Troll versus Goblins. And it was funny because it was all, of, it's all about sharing, you know? And it's like, I wanted to introduce like a, introduce the concept of sharing. And mm-hmm. and the way how the, the way how it came out was that like Mars the Troll, who was one of the heroes on you know on Jake's team, basically um, is hungry and winds up stealing Julia, the other main character, stealing her lunchbox when they first meet. And this is how like they first meet and become friends. Mm-hmm. And she ultimately like says, well, you know, like understanding that that he was very hungry and like she was willing to share her meal with him and that's how they become friends. So it's in a way like, you know, for me to teach certain lessons about friendship, about um, diversity, about understanding one another. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, this was my way of like taking his stories and finding that unique twist to turn those adventure stories into like life lessons yeah well you're you're taking it out of the typical sort of academic classroom experience and you're applying it to that quality of life like the the longer term things of you know how do you how are you going to be you know relate to other people and and form and maintain friendships and so many of the things that i think all children really you know there's no in my opinion this is my opinion there's no end to the need uh and and the benefit to children neurotypical neurodiverse you know, however you 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 um, whoever you're you're creating for or in mind mm-hmm. as your reader, there's no end to, to 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 the need for positive role models and for uh, varied sort of discussions and, and conversations about about kindness and and um, relationships. So I think it's I think it's great that you've moved in that direction. I also, um, yeah, absolutely, and and I guess. Um, we're going to break in a minute, but before the, just, just in this one minute, um, now that Jake is, is nine, what, does he have a different type of reaction or response when these are done? You know, does he like, I mean, has it changed or is it still that sort of me and dad kind of our project together? Well, you know what? There's a feeling of, there's a feeling of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that like, it's giving him like, uh, not only like a feeling of accomplishment, but confidence as well. And I see that, you know, like it's also helped him like, uh, develop a love for creative writing because like it's still to this day with he'll do is that he'll create his own comics and like pretty much like sit at the table and draw them, staple them together and like, Hey dad, I got a really cool idea for like a new character and he'll create his own story. Okay. And I really encourage that because it's, you know, it shows just like how far we've come in that, you know, in that five years. Mm-hmm. And, so so um, he's, he hasn't lost the sense that this is, that this is born of him, that this is something that he has control over creative and, and otherwise. Well, you know, no, he's never lost sight of it. As a That's matter cool. of fact, and, you know, to give you like a, a like an interesting story, really quick, is that we went to go visit um, the we, we went to visit a couple of schools yesterday, and he introduced himself in the classroom as "Hi, I'm Jake." You know, he he gets his full name. Hi, I'm Jacob Bradshaw. I'm a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "I have my own T-shirt." He goes, "I have books. Maybe you'll like them. They'll help you." And I don't tell him this. It's not scripted, but he's probably one of the best salesmen I've ever seen. Ah, and, nice. 
Well, when you when you believe in your product, you know that tends to that tends to do it. I want to. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to hear more about exactly that. What's it like? What's life like for Jake right now? And I want to get even more of a picture of what um, the creative process looks like now that he's getting a little bit older. So, okay, this is one in fifty nine, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. One in 59 people are diagnosed with autism, so you probably know someone impacted. Here at Anderson Center for Autism, we are here to help. We've got a state-of-the-art education center that harnesses the power of technology, the arts, and evidence-based practices to unlock the enormous potential of each Anderson student. We've got a nurturing residential program designed specifically to promote growth and foster friendships for all who live on our beautiful campus. We have a consulting team who shed light on what the families, schools, and groups can do to help empowering everyone in their path with the knowledge needed to make a difference. At Anderson, we're here to optimize the quality of life for every person with autism. We're here for you. We're here for your family. Learn more. Call us at 845-889-4034 or visit us online at andersoncenterforautism.org. That's 845-889-4034 or visit us online at andersoncenterforautism.org. Welcome back to 1 in 59, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And I'm speaking today with Led Bradshaw, who is uh, actually, I should say, along with his son, Jacob, the creators of Jake Jet Pulse, um, which is uh, a comic book series that you can get more information about uh, by going to jakejetpulse.com. That's J-A-K-E-J-E-T-P-U-L-S-E.com. Led... Um, uh, we've been having a really cool conversation about how all this started and and where you've gotten to so far. So the next piece I wanted to ask you about a couple things. First of all, on your website, one of the first things that you'll see is that it uh, looks like you're going to be moving into the world of an animated series in the future. Yes, as a matter of fact, the, it, it's really it's a really exciting time for us because I would say within the last like few months, um, I'm partnered with uh, uh, Evoy Productions, uh, so I'm the, also the director of animation for the you know um, for the production company. The it's a great opportunity to really um, develop this character and really uh, like go into detail, like building like a, like a, you know building a universe for the character, and I really thank them for the opportunity. The the animated series will really it's it's um well it's it's currently in development and right now like it's proposed to be like a thirteen or fourteen episode series and it'll really go into the like really go into depth about like Jake and you know uh, Jake and the other characters as well. It'll also focus on certain things that um the like like challenges and obstacles that will eventually like make him become like the hero that he was destined to be. So we'll address things as well. I mean it'll be packed it'll, it, it's going to be like the it's going to have the feel of the Saturday morning cartoons that you're like you know that you're familiar with. Like, I remember those. We I grew yeah. up with those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we really, you know, like I wanted my son to really experience the, uh, you know, the, the the giant Tupperware bowls full of cereal sitting in front of the TV on a Saturday <laughs> morning kind of feel. Yep. So it's going to have that that really like no, like nostalgic feel to it. That's what I really wanted to go for. Awesome. And but it's going to have like you know, and so far like uh, the uh, the first two uh, scripts 
you know, like the are you know are completed, you know, so it's currently in development, but it's really going to focus a lot. We're going to touch base on a lot of things as far as like uh, uh, sensory processing disorders, as far mm-hmm. as like just with uh, with my son Jake. Now, uh, like uh, for instance, like loud loud sounds, uh, mm-hmm. or you know, it's an auditory thing where he constantly covers his ears, mm-hmm. and these are things that like these are things that will also be addressed in you know in the animated series as well, and also those um, those sounds will also be added into the adventure as well. As you'll see that when he does face this, how his super suit will be upgraded to accommodate that. So where, like, you know, where, like, the, the headphones that he wears yeah. will become, like, a part of his super suit. It's awesome. Think about, think about what that's going to do for every child who wears headphones, who puts them on or wears them all day long. I see it all the time at Anderson. We we have many of those sets of headphones. We have communities with, with uh, law enforcement um, starting to carry headphones in their, in their cars for emergency situations where they uh, encounter somebody on the autism spectrum. Just think... On that one point alone, how 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 reinforcing, how great that's going to be for all those folks who may have at other times felt like it really um, is something that they don't want people to know about. You're turning it into part of the super suit. I love that. Yeah, and I wanted you know the the, the idea of like creating an animated series yeah. is to is is to show people that. And the best way I could say it is is that I, I want children, parents, and just fans of like the genre to watch this and say I know someone like this, or not to be ashamed of like you know head or headphones, or if if, if if a kid sees another child wearing these, you know there's a purpose, or the, the, maybe they'll relate it to the character and be like, wow, that's cool, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's a part of them, and 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 having them incorporate that into like Jake's super suit is something interesting. And also, too, what's interesting about the characters as well is that I took the characteristics, uh, like the hallmarks of, of, of autism spectrum disorder, and incorporated that into the personalities of the characters. So mm-hmm. you have Jake, who's a very um, impulsive, and you know, doesn't quite really focus too much, though. But with a kid with superpowers, it kind of gets him into like situations where he might find it a little difficult to get out of. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, Julia, who is like a super genius, and mm-hmm. like she's pretty much like when it comes to science and history, she pretty much knows everything. But she's a little socially awkward, mm-hmm. you know, and really doesn't quite get jokes. So things kind of, you know, maybe like will fly over her head. But she's incredibly, like, you know, she's incredibly intelligent, always eager. She's, like, a really important, like, a fixture of that team. Mm -hmm. And then we have Mars the Troll. And Mars the Troll is very significant in the sense that I wanted to create a character that was unlike the other two characters. I wanted him to physically and and visually look different than the other two. And this is, like, a part of, like, acceptance. And also, you know, somebody who may not, you know, like... He doesn't have all the words or he, you know, <laughs> you know, but he also, it's also, the, it was, uh, Mars Patrol was basically there to teach my son about, like, the differences in people. And cool. that, that, mm-hmm. that, um, that even though we all look different, you know, that we're, we're all the same. Yeah. And, you know, Mars the Troll is kind of like the protector of the two kids that are on the team. So it's like it's a very important part. It's a kind of way to put the paternal messages in, you know, within all the action. 
Yeah, and well, I, I, I really also fun. think I thought I also think it's um, just just working in the field. And, and at Anderson, we serve um, we serve students and adults who predominantly are very behaviorally challenged, and uh, and many of whom, if not the majority of whom, are, are nonverbal or minimally verbal. And I think that what you're doing there also with with um, with that character is you're you're putting strength um, and 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 caregiving and protection into a character where um, that that is is not as verbal or maybe nonverbal completely I'm not sure but um, the which flips our societal sense of strength and intelligence and ability to to lead on its head because in our society we've become so verbal and so you know some would say verbose I mean it's just you know the more you talk and, and I'm one of those people I talk a lot and I and I lead with my with my um, with my voice and um, so I'm I'm guilty as charged but the but the what I like about that in addition to what you said is just that it it exemplifies somebody who who leads by by their internal character and not necessarily by all the things that they can say uh, to either mm-hmm. tell somebody what to do or to sort of negotiate their way out of a sticky situation. So I, I think it's cool. I, we, we're very uh, low on time. I want to give you the opportunity to talk a little bit about the universe that is now being created out of these three main characters. Well, yeah, the, the, the idea... Um, well, the the ideas that were born from uh, uh, from creating Jake Jeff Pulse was actually creating what Jake has called. Uh, he's officially labeled it as the Jet Pulse universe, and what that's going to uh, what the what that will consist of is a vast universe of, or at least like a world where superheroes exist, which will have which will have their own unique challenges. Mm. For example, there's a character that uh, there's two characters that 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 he created called Miranda and the Shrive, which is like he's kind of like a ghost in a way, but he has a very interesting backstory that Jay created, which might made my jaw drop. But it's uh, he's a nonverbal character, and what makes it very interesting is is the bond that he has with his partner. Which basically she can read his thoughts back and forth, but he doesn't speak. So a lot of the action that comes from him will be very physical. Mm-hmm. It'll be very, it'll be very visual, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a it's a great you know it's a great character, and it'll just expand from there with like the with the various characters that we have, just like um, in the way how we've grown to learn and enjoy the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, um, the Jeff Holtz Universe, of course, will be built. You know, where it's like it'll be a shared universe of characters that will just be this unique league of heroes. And, and it will range in different, in different forms where like, uh, like Jake's idea was coming up with a, the idea of a child, um, of a hero, like, uh, with paralysis and, um, and how he could become a hero. And it's, there's a lot of different ways. Um, a lot of different characters that we have yet to introduce to everyone, but I have a feeling that it'll be characters that 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 that, that people from all you know from from everywhere can relate to I, and find I, something <laughs> in it to give them strength and hope. I love it. I love everything you just said. I, I the, the the word league is definitely bringing me back to those Saturday morning cartoons. But you know, we we need we need more leagues of heroes. And the idea that um, again, I, I just want to reinforce for our listeners that that you are currently the, the spokesperson on this radio show talking about um, Jet Pulse, Jake Jet Pulse, um, and uh, and again, go to jakejetpulse.com. 
com for more information. But you're talking about it. But this is truly a collaboration um, with your son, Jake. And I love that now it's him creating these these stories, these characters, the backstories. Now, I want to know what the backstory. We don't have time for you to tell me, but I, I'm definitely going to wait to find out the backstory on the uh, on the new character that you just talked about. And the idea that he's looking at uh, a, a character who has paralysis, who's a hero. I mean, man, is the world changing and so much for the good. It is it is great to hear what you guys are doing. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, Led Bradshaw from Jake Jet Pulse uh, Comics and um, and a shout out to, to Jacob. You're doing a wonderful job, young man, and I really wish you both the best in the future. Um, for more information, go to jakejetpulse.com and look in the future for the animated series coming out. Get that big Tupperware and all your cereal and let's go back to, I don't know, 1981 and watch some commercials, <laughs> watch some, commercial, some cartoons. Um, sounds great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. This is One in 59, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to One in 59, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at the same time next week. 